and pops is my dad frank Beccarello. thanks sweetie and thank you for tuning in to episode 155 of spinning my dad's vinyl even though he was mostly into early jazz and pop my dad liked his cowboy music too and he bought a great collection in a seven record box set we've already featured two of those in previous episodes this record features a lot of music you have probably heard over the years yourself but most likely by other bands. In fact, the eight songs you'll hear have been recorded more than a thousand times combined. But you may have to check my math on that. So, get ready to hear what is really Tumbling Tumbleweeds Part 3 in Volume 155, Western Favorites. Cowfolk went riding out one dark and windy day Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw Up plowing through the ragged sky And up the cloudy draw Still on fire and their hooves were made of steel Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming high And he heard their mournful cry Change your ways today or with us you will ride I'm trying to catch the devil's herd Across these endless skies
It's the Sons of the Pioneers with Ghost Riders in the Sky, written by Stan Jones, and first recorded in 1948 by Bob Geddens Cavaliers. And according to SecondHandSongs.com, this song has been recorded 443 times. Most of us are familiar with the Outlaws November 1980 version, which reached number one in the U.S. Sons of the Pioneers released their version, the one you just heard, in June 1949. This is another modern classic Western song, given the unique touch of the Sons of the Pioneers with a solo by Bob Nolan. It was written by Stan Jones, and though it was introduced by Burl Ives, actually the second person to record it, its real popularity stems from a recording by Vaughn Monroe that became a million seller. Gene Autry sang it in the film Riders in the Sky that same year. Okay, why this record for this episode? Well, I'm really getting a kick out of hearing a lot of the music from this box set. I'm not kidding when I say I've done my fair share of singing some of this music around the campfire, as suggested in Volume 110, Around the Campfire, which featured record two of this set. But I really like some of the choices on this album, especially since I've enjoyed some great, more modern versions of a couple of these songs over the years. We just heard one, and I think the second one will surprise you. I know it surprised me. Now let's move on to the second of three tunes you'll hear from this extremely popular Western singing group. He always sings raggedy music to the cattle as he swings Back and forward in his saddle on a horse That is syncopated There is such a funny meter to the roar of his repeater How they run but when we hear the fellas gun because the western folks all know He's a highfalutin' rootin' tootin' son of a gun from Arizona Ragtime Cowboy Joe Out in Arizona where the bad men are The only thing to guide you is an evening star The roughest, toughest man by far was Ragtime Cowboy Joe He got his name from singing to the cows and sheep Every night they say he sings a herd to sleep In a bass voice rich and deep Crooning soft and low He always sings a raggedy music to the cattle as he swings Back and forward in his saddle on a horse That is syncopated gate And there is such a funny meter to the roar of his repeater How they run when they hear the fellas come Because the western folks all know Because the Western folks all know He's a 
highfalutin' rootin' tootin' son of a gun from Arizona. Ragtime cowboy, talk about your cowboy. Ragtime cowboy Joe. Once again, the sons of the pioneers with Ragtime Cowboy Joe. Written by Grant Clark, Louis F. Muir, and Maurice Abrahams. It was first recorded on April 23, 1912 by Bob Roberts with the orchestra. The Sons of the Pioneers recorded it in April 1961, and this song has been recorded 75 times. This song is an odd blend of musical styles, western, and ragtime, but it holds up remarkably well in this recording by the Sons of the Pioneers. Written in 1912, Ragtime Cowboy Joe quickly became a favorite of barbershop quartets, but then passed into relative obscurity. It was revived in 1943 when Alice Faye sang it in the film musical Hello Frisco Hello, but its real surge of popularity lay in the 1945 film biography of Texas Guinan, Incendiary Blonde, in which Betty Hutton delivered it in her winning, if somewhat frantic style. Since I'm going to break after each song in this episode and read this from the liner notes, I'll tell you about the song, the next song you'll hear. Cole Porter's Don't Fence Me In was introduced in 1944 in Hollywood Canteen, a Warner Brothers film that included Roy Rogers and the Andrews Sisters, among many other Hollywood stars. It was an almost immediate success, boosted by recordings by Kate Smith and Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters. Rogers sang it again in the 1945 Republic picture, Don't Fence Me In, backed up, as usual, by the Sons of the Pioneers. Here, they are to do their own rendition. of land under starry skies above don't fence me in let me ride through the wide open country that i love don't fence me in let me be by myself in the evening breeze listening to the murmur of the cottonwood Send me off forever, but I ask you, please, don't fence me in. Just turn me loose. Let me straddle my old saddle underneath the western sky. On my cayuse, let me wander over yonder till I see the mountains rise. Gaze at the moon until I lose my senses Can't look at hobbles and I can't stand fences Don't fence me in Gaze at the moon until I lose my senses Can't look at hobbles and I can't stand fences 
Don't fence me in Don't fence me in And that was Don't Fence Me In from the Sons of the Pioneers, written by Cole Porter and Bob Fletcher. It was first recorded in January 1935 by Edward Nell with the Foursome Quartet. This is most likely the February 1967 release from the Sons of the Pioneers. They also recorded it with Roy Rogers and uh, Trigger in the film of the same name. This song was recorded 160 times. By the way, since 1933, through many changes in membership, the Sons of the Pioneers have remained one of the longest surviving country music vocal groups. Yes, they are still touring. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode. Various Artists, Tumbling Tumbleweeds. It's on the Reader's Digest label, number RDA229. It's a seven vinyl LP compilation box set released in 1982. Its genre is folk, world, and country, and its style is country. We are listening to record three, and we'll hear eight of the 11 songs from this record. Now, I'm using the notes from the 16-page booklet included in the box set to talk about each song. Great pieces of information. But I will pick out one of the introductory paragraphs from the front. All of the songs are classics, true at least in spirit, to the pioneers who, with six-gun or telegraph key or guitar, helped to win and populate the western states. To their pathos, their humor, their hijinks, and above all, their abiding romantic love for the prairies west of the Mississippi. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. $19.99 for a high, $5 for a low, with an $11.42 average and an $11.70 median. It was last sold on Discogs on January 25th, 2023 for $6.66. eBay had them from $10 to $11 bucks and one set of three eight-track tapes for $40. Do those machines even exist anymore? I saw a copy on Amazon for 30 Now, my dad's record in, uh, the records in the entire box set are in good condition. Very little crackling, even at the needle drop point and run-in. Each record is still in its nice, thick, plastic-lined paper sleeve. One of the best protectors in my dad's entire collection. The box is in great shape. I mean, you can even hear how nice how nice and sturdy that is. Um, the cover image is still very bright. It's a silhouetted image of a cowboy on horseback at either sunrise or sunset. Who knows? They work from one to the other. And the box itself is still very, very green. The internal booklet where I get all this great information for each song is also in very good condition, even with how much I've been handling it over the last three years. Reader's Digest did a really nice job with the quality of this collection. So I'll value my dad's vinyl box set at $10. Okay, wait until you hear the story behind this next tune. (laughs) 
drinking beer in a cabaret and was I having fun until one night she caught me riding now I'm on the run lay that pistol down babe lay that pistol down pistol packing mama lay that pistol down she kicked out my windshield she hit me over the head she cussed and cried and said I'd lied and wished that I was dead Lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down Pistol packing mama, lay that pistol down Drinking beer in a cabaret and dancing with a blonde Until one night she shot out the lights, bang, that blonde was gone Lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down Pistol packing mama, lay that pistol down I'll see you every night, babe, I'll woo you every day I'll be your regular daddy if you put that gun away Lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down Pistol packing mama, lay that pistol down morning the clock was ticking for gun in her hand says you're my man but I don't need you no more lay that pistol down babe lay that pistol down pistol packing mama lay that pistol down that there was old Al Dexter he always had his fun but with some lead she shot him dead his honking days are done Lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down Pistol packing mama, lay that pistol down It's Al Dexter with Pistol Packin' Mama, written by Al Dexter. It was first recorded on March 20th, 1942 by Dexter, but not released until March 1943. This song was recorded 51 times. Al Dexter's 1943 recording of his Pistol Packin' Mama was a million-selling crossover hit, appealing to both popular and Western music fans, and the top novelty song of the year. Dexter said he based the song on a true incident, dating back to his days as the owner of a honky-tonk in Texas. The girlfriend of a cheating husband was being chased by the man's wife, armed with a pistol. Quote, how do you talk to a lady with a gun? Unquote, thought Dexter. And that song was his reply. Now here's one you should recognize. I know it played on the radio enough during the mid-1970s and beyond. Slim Whitman, one of the old timers of country music, is known for his yodel and his gaudy cowboy suits, often studded with rhinestones that were most popular during the 40s. Cowboy attire was adopted by country musicians during the years of the singing westerns, 
probably borrowed from the real cowboys of the West and the mariachis, Mexican street band musicians. Rhinestone Cowboy by Larry Weiss, a relative newcomer to the country music scene, was a major hit for Glenn Campbell in 1975. I've been walking these streets so long Singing the same old song I know every crack in those dirty sidewalks of Broadway Where hustle is the name of the game Nice guys get washed away in the snow and the rain There's been a load of compromising On the road to my horizon I'm gonna be where those lights are shining on me Like a rhinestone cowboy Riding out on a horse in a star-spangled rodeo Like a rhinestone cowboy Getting cards and letters from people I don't even know Offers coming in on the phone A smile can hide the pain But you're down when you're riding a train Going the wrong way But I dream of the things I'll do With a subway token and a dollar inside my shoe There's been a load of compromising On the road to my horizon I'm gonna be where those lights are shining on me like a rhinestone cowboy Riding out on a horse in a star-spangled rodeo Like a rhinestone cowboy Getting cards and letters from people I don't even know Offers coming in on the phone Like a rhinestone cowboy Slim Whitman with Rhinestone Cowboy, written by Larry Weiss, which he first released in 1974. This song was recorded 106 times, and most of you are most familiar with the hit version I mentioned released in May 1975 by Glenn Campbell. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with what cowboys really wore, because they certainly didn't dress like the westerns my dad and then I grew up on. So let's shine a spotlight on one of the quirkiest twists in cowboy fashion history, the bedazzling brilliance of rhinestones. In those early to mid-20th century western films, cowboys had a flair for the extravagant, and rhinestones became an unexpected darling of their wardrobe. The truth is, real-life cowboys of the Wild West weren't bedecked in sparkling gems as they herded cattle or faced down outlaws. Instead, it was the magic of Hollywood that adorned our on-screen heroes with rhinestones, turning them into dazzling paragons of style. The rhinestones weren't just for show. They were a nod to the glitz and glamour that Hollywood injected into the rugged simplicity of cowboy life. 
Every glimmering gem reflected the dreamy allure of the silver screen, where reality often took a back seat to the art of storytelling. Cowboys became not just guardians of the frontier, but bedazzled icons, their rhinestone-studded shirts and jackets catching the light as they rode into the sunset. It was a sartorial exaggeration that transformed the cowboy from a pragmatic ranch hand into a mythical figure of Western extravaganza. So while real cowboys might have scoffed at the idea of rhinestones on their duds, the cinematic cowboys embraced the bedazzled fantasy with open arms. It was a touch of Hollywood magic that added a sparkle to the dusty trails, making those films not just about the Wild West, but a dazzling dreamscape where rhinestones and grit went hand in hand, creating a legacy of style that still captures our imagination today. By the way, thank you ChatGPT for that bit of information. Obviously, the Westerns of the last half of the century and till today started dressing cowboys more appropriately. Now for a song that was released approximately 13 times in one year. 
Train by Tennessee Ernie Ford, written by High Heath, Johnny Lang, and Fred Glickman. It was first recorded on October 7, 1949, and released later that year by Buzz Butler and Cass County Boys. Ford released it October 28, 1949, which was also the same date Bing Crosby with Perry Botkin's string band released it. This song was recorded 48 times, and Franklin Lane had one of the biggest hits with it uh, with his October 1949 release. Mule Train was one of Frankie Lane's biggest recordings and sold well over a million and a half discs. It was also one of the numbers that launched the successful singing career of Tennessee Ernie Ford. As an announcer on a California radio station, Ford struck up a friendship with band leader Cliffy Stone and would occasionally join Stone's quartet in an inspirational number. Ford eventually landed a regular spot on the show, signed a Capitol recording contract, and in 1949 made Mule Train a top 10 country song. Now we're going to close this show with two from a familiar voice, but not one immediately thought of as a country western singer. I'm an old cow hand from the Rio Grande. But my legs ain't bold And my cheeks ain't tan I'm a cowboy who never saw a cow Never roped a steer cause I don't know how Sure ain't a fixin' to start in now Oh, yippee-i-o, yippee-i-o, I'm an old cow hand and I come down from the Rio Grande And I learn to ride, ride, ride for I learn to stand I'm a riding fool who is up to date. I know every trail in the Lone Star State. Cause I ride the range in the Ford V8. Oh,
I'm a pioneer who began from scratch. I don't bat an eye in a shooting match. They don't call me Elmer, they call me Satch. It's Bing Crosby with the Jimmy Dorsey Orchestra singing I'm an Old Cowhand, written by Johnny Mercer, a name you've heard a few times on this show. Its first theatrical release on July 1st, 1936, was by a host of people, including Bing Crosby and the Sons of the Pioneers, in the musical Rhythm on the Range. Crosby released his version with Dorsey in August of 1936, and this song was recorded 113 times. Pop lyricist Johnny Mercer found time to join the cowboy song cycle of the late 1930s with a classic called I'm an Old Cowhand basing the melody on the old Westminster chimes. Bing Crosby introduced it in Paramount's Rhythm on the Range in 1936 and made it an immediate success on a Decca record with Jimmy Dorsey. Crosby's output of cowboy songs was not great, but his easy, melodic style lent itself surprisingly well to numbers like I'm an Old Cowhand. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. I really love hearing the history of the music on these records. I mean, after all, it's all part of the American story. And to think that these eight songs were recorded a total of 1,051 times means they really were Western favorites. Okay, let's hear one more from Derbingle. Gene Autry's first movie after his discharge from the Army Corps was Sioux City Sioux, made on a modest budget and released in November 1946. The title song by Ray Friedman and Dick Thomas had been introduced by Thomas on a 1945 recording. Its bouncy tune and infectious lyrics caught on, and it was recorded by everyone from Merle Travis to Bing Crosby, whose version we hear now on this 1945 recording. That's how I come to be in the state of Iowa. I met a gal in Iowa, her eyes were big and blue. I asked her what her name was, and she said, Sue City Sue. Sue City Sue, Sue City Sue. Your hair is red, your eyes are blue. I'd swap my horse and dog for you. Sue City Sue, Sue City Sue. There ain't no gal as true as my sweet Sue City Sue. I asked her if she had a ball. She said yes, quite a few. But still I started courting my sweet Sioux City Sue. The first time that I stole a kiss, I caught her stealing too. I asked her, did she love me? She said, indeed I do. Ah, City Sue, City Sue. Your hair is red, your eyes are blue. I'd swap my horse and dog for you, Sue City Sue, Sue City Sue. 
City Sioux from Bing Crosby, written by Max Friedman and Dick Thomas. It was first recorded in February 1945 and released in July of that year by Thomas. The version you just heard was released in March 1946, and that song was recorded 55 times. And there you have Tumbling Tumbleweeds Part 3, selections from the third record in a seven-record box set with great country hits. So thanks for tuning into Volume 155, Western Favorites, however you do. If you want more information about this show, head over to SpinningMyDad'sVinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 156, Christmas Herb. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. (laughs) 